0: Welcome to Another Bite, where we rewatch the most innovative and intriguing pitches from Shark Tank. I'm Jory, and I'm joined by Ariel. Hello! And John.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: Today's episode is for you dog lovers. Do you ever look at your car and think, Doggone it! There's no easy way to buckle my doggo in and transport them safely to the park. It's really rough, if we're being honest. If this is sounding familiar, today's product is positively for you will these founders snag a shark tank deal or are they barking up the wrong tree what no more doggo puns but i'm having a ball all right fine here's an ad there's no secret formula for better service throughout the customer journey but there is the all-new service hub from hubspot by bringing service and support together in one powerful platform you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can easily support, strengthen, and grow your customer base. Secrets out, HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit hubspot.com service to do more for your customers today. In today's episode, we have Zugopet, and Zugopet comes to us from founders Carolyn and Jules, and they're asking for $100,000 for 10% in their business, which is a million-dollar valuation. Now, Zugopet is trying to solve for the problem that it's tricky to travel with dogs, right? Securely fastening your dogs can be pretty dangerous, and as we see by these wonderful crash test simulations of pooches flying out of their (laughs) carriers— No dogs were harmed in the making of this episode, <laughs> by the way. You know, it can be quite dangerous if you don't have your little pet properly secured. So Zugo Pet is here to help. And Zugo Pet is a car seat belt for dogs that sort of looks like a crash harness. <laughs> Right, that you dangle off the back of your seat and your dog is just firmly strapped into your seat. And it's interesting because it actually causes the sharks to start all laughing because it does look a little strange to have your little pooch just hanging from a seat because it suspends the dog against the seat, which apparently protects their spine. This product comes also with some attachments where you can carry your dog from the seat into this adjustable baby Bjorn so you can really take your dog on the go. But thinking about our product. and our pitch and our founders. What are some of our initial thoughts of Zugo Pet?
1: Oh boy. This is a hard one to talk about because I don't want to tell anybody that their dog shouldn't survive a car accident. I don't want to tell anybody
2: that. (laughs) We got the morbidness. If
1: I had a dog, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I don't disrespect you if you want to do it. I can't do it. It's too much. It's a doggy rocketeer pack. It holds your dog upright and straps him to the seat. I know. Like,
2: when they showed the safety test, I gasped at first because I thought it was a real dog. Yeah. Like It took me a moment. So I get what you're saying, Johnny.
1: Yeah, I, it's not for me. I don't think I'm doing that for my dog. You're
2: not going to strap
0: him in? Not like that. I mean,
1: can't you just, I mean, I get it. I know. They're right. I guess if you're going to put a dog in a car, you should strap it in safely. This is like an untenable position for me to even talk about because like now I'm I'm like the dog hater because I don't want to like <laughs> save dogs' lives. But I just, it's just too much. They've gone too far. They're out of control. John, if it makes
2: you feel any better, I'm also out on this product. So cute idea, cute concept. I just feel like when the founders just kept going back to the crash safety test and mm-hmm. they didn't have any other concrete data and numbers yeah. to kind of support. They utilized that so much as their crutch and you get analysis paralysis in some ways. Like for them, they were just so focused on this one study that it made me lose credibility. Like,
1: but look, it saved dogs' lives, you know? Right. I think if you buy a Zugo pet, your dog's going to, outlive you, you know, like they're going to be strapped in so tight. You're going through the windshield and your dog, (laughs) I don't want my dog to outlive me. It's supposed to come with me. You're my best friend. (laughs) There's the darkness. (laughs) See, I told you I've got an untenable position. It's unsupported.
0: Okay. But like, let's talk about the numbers that they did talk about. It's retailing for $160. 160 bones. That That, I couldn't justify it. That was a firm number that while we don't know how many dogs die a year in car accidents, we do know that this one costs $160 to save. Woof. But, you know, even with its steep price tag, they're selling them. Year to date, they were talking about $180,000 in sales, all
2: on organic and word of mouth marketing. So, like, clearly there's an audience. Yeah, they're selling cute. They're selling something that's comical. Like, of course, people want to buy one and snap cute photos of their dog hanging from their backseat. Of course, the earned media is there. But besides that, I just don't. So you said that they were selling cute, but
0: Mark was like, there's benefits to selling cute, but I do think that this is actually a product that would most benefit for selling fear. And like, that's where I saw like some misalignment between the pitch and us seeing all these crash dummies of dogs like smash into walls. But Mo-mo. then they're like, oh, but it's like this cute baby Bjorn. If you buy the add-on and you can carry your little dog. Right.
1: Yeah. Jory, that's a great point. So I
0: felt like it was misaligned.
1: ADT doesn't go market for like the fact that you're having popcorn and watching a movie. Like, you know, they're not – they're not – Yeah. There's a major disconnect there. Yes. Good point, Jory.
0: And like on top of them, not really – Having concrete numbers. I think at one point the founder was even like, oh, you know, this is an $80 billion industry, just like throws out this random number and it's like in crash testing, like dummy testing, because there's no way that the dog seatbelt market is $80 billion. Now, we don't get any pushback from the sharks, but like, where did that number come from?
1: Yeah, I actually did some market sizing for this product. Okay. I did (laughs) a little research, I did some market sizing. It's a market of 10. I think there's 10 buyers of this product in the world, okay. probably. <laughs> like it's nobody's gonna buy this thing for 160 bones. No way.
0: <laughs> the total addressable market is 10 people. Yeah. Well, the sharks I felt were very lukewarm from the beginning. I thought they kind of perked up when all the dummy testing was happening. But we did see sort of Mark and Lori break down two issues with this product. One, It's really complicated. Like, I don't have a child. I don't know how the child seats work, but it looked as complicated as like hooking in your child. I think that's something that like Rob mentioned where he's like, I already (laughs) do this for my kids. I don't need to do this for my dog. For Fido. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So there's like the issue of having to educate your consumer, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's Mark that was like, it kind of feels like you're a little unprepared here. And maybe he was being flippant, and I will accept that as an answer. But he was like, if you don't have any statistics, invent some. And I was like, ooh, this feels worth digging into. Because in your opinion, you're put into the founder's shoes. If you didn't have the statistics on like how many dogs die a year, how would you like bring data onto your side and like tell the story of this product if there are literally no studies done on the problem this product is solving for?
2: Have some focus groups with dog owners. Mm. You can still get great insights from more qualitative settings. Like not everything has to be quantifiable when it comes to like data and especially when you're pitching for Shark Tank. I would also encourage if they had any conversations with any vets, because, like, that was also my other biggest piece is, like, is this comfortable for the dogs? Like, the Mm -hmm. dogs are literally shaking. They're, like, hanging. hanging? (laughs) Right. Is there any data around, you know, this puts less strain on their bones and their joints so they have less, like, joint issues? So, like, I I get it. Like, you want to keep your dog safe, but, like, have more of those kind of, like, story points that you can easily weave into your narrative. Like, you don't need to have always the super hard facts, especially if you're willing to put money into crash studies, then you should be putting some money into other studies Use as User well. research yeah. or something. Yeah, for sure.
1: Similar to valuations, market sizing is also made up. You can literally go and do some estimates. You can say, I know how many people there are in the world. I know what percent of people in theory buy dogs. And I largely know the lifespan of a dog is somewhere between 10 and 15 years. Therefore, I know how many dogs die every year. So I do like his advice, which is like, hey, you don't need to overcomplicate this. You don't need to like charter Mm -hmm. McKinsey to go out and like build a market size for how many like dogs die every year. Like you can just do some math on it. But like at least we want to see you come in here and understand that in order for us to want to invest in this company, Mm -hmm. we need some sense of how big you think the market is, how much of it you can penetrate and how much it's going to cost you to actually like do that. Yes.
0: Yes. What were your thoughts of like the naming Zugo Pet? Any initial like branding thoughts on that? It's not Neo Pets.
1: Just I thought it was like a Yamaguchi my brain went to before press. I watched it. I was like, oh, is this like a Yamaguchi? Like, remember Yamaguchi pets? A
2: Tamagotchi? Tamagotchi. Oh, Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi? <laughs> Yamaguchi.
0: <laughs> What's a Yamaguchi? Like <laughs> Yamaguchi is a figure skater, just
1: FYI. It's a region of <laughs> Japan. You were onto something. Oh, my something. God. Tama, what are they called? It's Tamagotchi. Ta- I never tamagachi. had a Tamagotchi. Yeah. I wasn't wealthy like you two when I was a child. I couldn't afford a digital pet. I,
0: I had like the McDonald's knockoff. <laughs>
2: more of a generational yeah. thing yeah no i never
1: had a tamaguchi <laughs> uh
2: yeah
1: <laughs> but i when i heard it i was like zugo pet ooh, this must be like a new like tamaguchi. digital like pet not a pet safety system and this comes back to your disconnect joy yeah. like you yeah. nailed it is this about fear and security or is this about like fun and happiness or is like is this just a random thing that like invokes futuristic feelings of like digital pets zugo pet zugo
0: pet <laughs> yeah it's a hoverboard for your dog oh my gosh but ultimately the product was too complicated the marketing felt mismatched so no deals were made so since the tank this company still exists Okay. We'll start there. It's a 2019 episode. Still exists in 2023. They have since introduced the Jet Setter, which is a premium car seat and airport compliant pet carrier. Mm -hmm. Uh, So (laughs) they are expanding their inventory and product offerings. As of November 2021, they are profitable. They are making... $3 million in annual revenue. But according to their Instagram, their hero product, which is called the Rocketeer, which again, with branding, like, do you really want to name your product after something that launches at full speed into the atmosphere if you're trying to save dogs? Like, who am I? Maybe I shouldn't work in marketing if that's the case. But they will be relaunching their Rocketeer product, still waiting on that relaunch, but very much still a company even though they didn't get a Shark Tank deal.
1: You know what is not safe? Strapping a rocket to your back.
2: Yeah, you know what blows up? And blasting Rockets. off. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to propel your dog you to don't new want heights. Your dog.
0: <laughs> Today's episode was written and produced by the mythical Matthew Brown. Additional support comes from Melanie Romero and editing from Robert Hartwig. If you're a fan of the show, meh, even if you're not a fan of the show, tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to support the show. That does it for me. We'll see you next episode here in the tank for another bite. Create Like the Greats, hosted by Ross Simmons, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Each episode hosts an in-depth analysis of some of the greatest creations and creators of all time, along with deep dive conversations on the creative process that went into building companies and brands. If you like learning about history or learning about the creative process, you'll like this podcast. Listen to Create Like the Greats wherever you get your podcasts.